0: off the ball daily a home for your favorite podcasts from off the ball the performance rankings you had to be there the crappy quiz and a slight tangent does that count (laughs) subscribe to the off the ball daily podcast feed right now off the ball daily
1: delighted to be joined by the fai chief executive jonathan hale we're here at the fai headquarters Um, after the announcement of the Facilities and Infrastructure and Vision and Strategy report. Tell us a little bit about it Jonathan.
0: First of all we're very excited because it's a really important day um, for Irish football. Um, as you'll know i hope you'll know from having read our original um strategy document for the whole of the association from 22 through to the end of 2025 and uh, we had six core objectives of which facility development was the number one and actually it impacted all of the other five as well so we've been working hard for the past um, 12 to 18 months uh, to get to this point today whereby we hope we've produced um, a well researched and well thought through um, and provocative document um, that reflects what we believe are the needs of Irish football across our three core areas, which are Grassroots, League of Ireland and our international teams, um, in terms of where we are now um, and where we'd like to get to. And. Uh, The vision that we put in front of um, the media today and all of our key stakeholders is a really ambitious one. Um, It's a proposal for investment of over 860 million euros, but over a 15 year period. but we're fully committed to it, um, and the process now is speaking to those key stake- stakeholders uh, to make it a reality. But this is just the start of the process. It will take some time for us to get to that point. We know that most projects, from even a grassroots project through to an interna- uh, to a, a, a League of Ireland stadium project, they're very complex and they all take time. So this part of the, um, uh, of, of the equation um, will need time and energy as well.
1: This would be life-changing for the game in Ireland. You know, it's all the way from grassroots to the international team to the League of Ireland. What would this mean for Irish football as a whole?
0: Well, I I think that that, that your question is a good one in relation to Irish football as a whole. And what we've tried to to do, and it's reflective of our our We Are One strategy, if you like, is to link those three core areas, grassroots, League of Ireland uh, and international football, um, into one whole. Um, But the proposal is a significant investment into grassroots. And in very simple terms, we want every girl and boy, we want every adult male and female um, footballer and also our coaches, referees and volunteers um, to either play the game or to do their work, if you like, in the best possible environment. And our research, particularly in relation to the grassroots, showed that we're well off where we should be in relation to either um, other European federations um, or indeed other sports here within Ireland so we 've got a lot of work to do. Um, we think we probably need around another one thousand grass pitches. Um, we want to improve our existing pitches both grass and um, and 4g but in very simple terms, we want to make sure that every team and every one of those girls and boys has basic fit for purpose um, Facilities such as changing rooms um, and a, a clubhouse with where they can get food and drink. It's very simple stuff, but um, uh, we want to create that sense of community within grassroots and then do that within our League of Island infrastructure as well. We know that our League of Island clubs often sit at the heart of um, the various communities. Um, we want to make them. Uh, the stadia within Legal Island clubs as welcome, welcoming as possible to families, to existing fans, and to new fans. And that can only happen with real investment because our stadia have been under, underinvested in for the past 20 years. I connected to that, and to make the clubs. Um, better than than they currently are or at least as good as they can be Um, we also have as part of the plan um, proposed investment into the academies and training grounds um, connected to uh, the overall club infrastructure and then at the top end it's the international teams we have six pitches here at um, uh, the national sports campus Um, which is great, but we have no facilities connected to them at all. No facilities, not again, not even those basic changing facilities. We have to hire those. Um, And we want to create something um, which is reflective of what 90% of all national associations within UEFA currently have, which is a modern national football center um, with all of the medical and sports science facilities that um, our elite players both deserve and now expect.
1: A lot of research has gone into this strategy to this report and you mentioned in the press conference as well that some of the facilities wouldn't even have toilet facilities and some of the girls change rooms wouldn't be available girls toilets. I'm not surprised at that. Were you surprised at some of these findings?
0: If I'm really honest, no, Uh, that was my my fear. Um, But at least we now have the empirical data to do something about it. And um, look, the whole of the document um, is very clear and firm, particularly in relation to um, the rise and growth of football for women and girls. And it is a reality that unless we change those base facilities and increase those facilities and add to them, we won't be able to cope not just with the uh, the current demand from women and girls to play football but the increasing demand that is inevitably going to become uh, going to come on the back of um, vera and the team going to the women's world cup so um, we've we've made it clear that no um, new uh, request for funding for a for for either a new build or a um, Uh, a reworking of an existing facility can come without a plan and strategy for women and girls in particular. But we want to raise all of the standards across the board.
1: How confident are you that you will get the money from government?
0: It's it's an ambitious plan. It's certainly not going to happen overnight. Um, We think the timing is right. Um, You know, there's a a real positive momentum, as I say, within grassroots, um, but also within the League of Ireland. You've seen um, increasing attendances yourself and the quality of football at League of Ireland um, is is increasing season by season, match by match almost. Um, And we have a really positive trajectory in relation to our international teams. So... We believe there's a lot of reasons there to invest into those three core areas and we're confident of our plan we do think it's well thought through Um, it's now my job as CEO and other people within the association to go and persuade others um, that that plan is a good one and uh, we'll we'll deliver the type of transformation that we think it can do but we think that will be good for Uh, Not just for Irish football, but for the whole of Irish sport and most importantly for Irish society and the Irish economy.
1: And can you understand that there will be some misgivings or hesitation around getting the funding after, I suppose, what has happened to the previous FAI administrative plan when there was over £60 in debt and, you know, you had to get a bagel out. Can you understand that people will be looking at this and have hesitations around this plan?
0: Yeah, no, of, course I, of course I understand that, and I understand um, what has happened in the past, but we're now nearly four years on from that point. Um, and we've worked really hard with the government in relation to the memorandum of understanding that we agreed with them at the time, in relation to I think it's over 160 both governance and financial recommendations. Um, and we are transformed as a business and as an, an organisation since, uh, th- since three years ago. Um, so I think the trajectory for, for us as a business is right. And I do think that our stakeholders, um, their trust in us has increased over that period and we're working really hard that the trust in us as an association um, is there with our fans, with our players and with our wider football community. Still lots to do but we think we're going in the right direction.
1: Do you believe that the Irish state wants a thriving football industry? Yes. And just looking at the future of League of Ireland you've mentioned that it, you know it will be a new future for them what in your eyes would that, what would that look like
0: I mean, there's both the sporting dynamic, dynamic to this, and obviously, having academy in, uh, facilities and infrastructure and better playing facilities, for example, or the, 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 the surface within the, the, the stadium themselves, um, will only be beneficial. But there's a, a, a very specific um, financial and commercial benefit from doing what we're suggesting, um, and revenues will flow not just. Um, from from more people enjoying the experience, if you like, but also in relation to new sponsors and in particular, um, we believe new media partners coming in um, to, to want to be part of the new League of Ireland story.
1: We've mentioned Vera Powell and the women heading off to obviously Australia now for the World Cup. Have all preparations been done to support them in going?
0: I think it's fair to say that Vera has had every single thing that she'd wanted, and she's really happy with the preparation, um, and really comfortable in the places. Obviously, she's got two more um, preparation games before we fly out to Australia, um, and then she actually has another game, a, a, a practice game behind closed doors, if you like, once we get to Australia. So. Um, Whilst it's hard in relation to the timing of the tournament, in relation to um, the the, the wider women's football season, if you like, I think Vera will have the players in a very good place when we walk out in front of 83,500 people in Sydney in that first game in Australia.
1: Yeah, it's exciting times. And just as well, finally, it's been talk about being critical of other sports and the funding that they have received. What was the reasoning behind that?
0: Well, first of all, we as an association haven't criticised anyone in relation to the funding they've got. And actually, I believe, um, you know, a a number of sports and uh, the the two of the main field sports have done a brilliant job over the last 20 years um, in relation to to funding. And, um, you know, we will learn a lot from them. Um, I also think that certain sports who may have um, benefited from what I would describe as government stimulus rather than government subsidy, have also um, benefited significantly, but in a positive way, Um, in relation to receiving that investment. So for me, the ask that we're making now in relation to football is no different to the ask that horse racing may have made 20 years ago when it was in a difficult position um, and asked for help. And I think actually that's a fantastic precedent of a really successful um, industry, an export for Ireland, if you like, um, that I would hope um, the current government will want to emulate in relation to our ambitions for the sport of football moving forward.
1: And if this was to happen, if their funds were to come through, if the facilities were to be improved, how much of an inspiration would this be for the next generation?
0: Well, I think it'd be a huge inspiration because we 'll be showing that younger generation that we we care about them we want to give them the best possible facilities and um, we want to give them the best possible coaching mm-hmm. um, and environments for them to enjoy the game so look, not everyone is going to be um, um, in a future Vera Power squad as it were in twenty years time, but you know the ninety eight percent who just want to play football um, for fun yeah. um, will also benefit from um, better facilities to do that. And in the end, that's why we're here, to um, to get as many people as possible playing what we believe is the best sport in the world um, in the best possible facilities.
1: Brilliant, Jonathan. Thanks so much for your time.
0: Thank you. Off the ball daily.